Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think there's a better chance that he comes back uh, than he doesn't come back. I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the coaching staff. Uh, There's no question about that. But you, you... we're emotional because, but I just we're emotional because of what happened the last seven games. But number one, he didn't get dumb overnight. Uh, you know, people love to point to the coach because it's easier, but you can't make a rash emotional decision. And I'm sure Jeff Lurie is going to sit back and you know sit and step away from it for a while and then go over things. Uh, I think there's more of a chance that the head coach is back. Howard yesterday believing, better chance than not, that Sirianni is back as we await news out of Novacare. They're meeting today. There's all sorts of end-of-season meetings. No media availability has been announced, which is significant because I think when once they announce that, then we're going to find out who's talking, right? If Sirianni's talking, probably going to be back. To the, though, as Elliot mentioned us, what was it three, four years ago? They did roll Doug out there three years ago. They rolled Doug out there for an end of season press conference and then pulled the plug on him anyway a couple of days later. So we shall see. So there was Howard on the idea of Sirianni staying. So if he goes, will the Eagles be in the Belichick sweepstakes? Here's what Howard said What coach is going to make it better? Now, are there good coaches available? Yeah. And Belichick's not one of them. And I can tell you this for a fact Jeff Lurie is not a fan of Belichick. Mm. I can tell you that. All right? I know that. So Howard throwing all sorts of cold water on my dream of getting Bill Belichick here. Not going to happen, according to Howard. In fact, the Belichick thing, it may end up being Atlanta. I know Kyle and I threw some cold water on that yesterday. But so right now, Dallas is not open. No. Right? And Philadelphia is not open. And they're trying to make a move, like, right now. Yeah. And Atlanta, we know, has interviewed Belichick. Has anyone else actually interviewed? I think the only interview he's had reported and, and the team said it right the team announced they interviewed Bill Belichick I think the only spot Belichick has had an interview has been Atlanta it's kind of weird yeah and and you know it's funny like talking to, to some friends that I still have in the area I mean it's it's mixed the emotions are mixed a lot of people don't want him there for this reason or the next uh, and and most of it is because he's a little bit older they want a, a, a younger head coach that could probably infuse a little bit more life into that team but you know Mr. Blank wants somebody that he feels that can get him over the hump quickly. Well, I tell you what, Bill Belichick at 180 will be who's better than better, Arthur Smith. Yeah, who's better than the guy that beat you in the Super Bowl came back and beat you in the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah, so we'll see what goes on with Belichick. I, I do want the Eagles to obviously be in on that if they move on from Sirianni. One last thing from Howard, then back to your phone calls. 
Uh, the future of some, some, we know, you know, look, the Jason Kelsey thing, we don't know if he's retired. It sounds like reportedly he was, but then he went on his podcast and said he hasn't made that full decision yet. So we don't know about Kelsey. Fletcher, we'll see about. But Brandon Graham, he said he wanted to come back for kind of a farewell tour. Here's what Howard told us about Brandon Graham coming back for one more year. Hey, I'm born <laughs> with Brandon Graham tonight, and I'm going to, he's coming back next year. I'm going to tell you that right now. He is coming back. And, and, and I, the Eagles do want him back. Uh, so, and they'll figure out the money. I'd be fine with BG coming back for another year on a, on a, another reduced kind of deal. I mean, I thought he gave them decent snaps here. He wasn't as good as he was last year, Mm-mm. but that was probably an aberration. Did, didn't he have a double digit sack year last year? Last year was his first one. Yeah. I mean, that, that's probably, that was an aberration at his age, Never, but I'll, I'll take him back for another year on a discounted number. All right. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. Tom in Abington is up. Hey, Tom. Yo, fellas, how we doing today? What's up, Tom? How you been? All right, all right. You know, Joe, just because you frame a piece of crap doesn't change the fact that it's a piece of crap. Uh, that's what I told everyone when they put the frame okay. on it, but wow. no one wanted to listen, and now it's a giveaway. <laughs> oh, well, it's fitting that Mad Mike won it. That, that's perfect. It is. Um, okay, so I'm going to preface uh, everything that I'm about to say here by starting off and saying it's very possible that Carson Wentz has broken my brain. Okay, so let's keep that in mind as we move forward here. As far as it comes to quarterbacks, evaluating them, what their ceiling is, what their faults are, so on and so forth. Right. So um, it's obvious the entire team regressed this year. So when I look at Jalen, I can in my mind almost explain away. It could be an injury. It could be this. It could be that coaching being probably the main thing as I see it. So I'm with you on this, Joe. Like, Nick Sirianni has got to go. I don't know what the dude does at this point. I don't know what he doesn't do at this point. Um, so I say all that to ask Hugh something, because, Hugh, you keep saying that you need more information when it comes to Sirianni and his job, correct? I need more information about how this thing went south, yes. Okay. All right. To that, I say, first off, you don't need the information because you have eyes, right? But. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What piece of information can come out of that building that would make you say 100% I need Nick Sirianni back running my squad? No, Tom, I think you, I think you miss, miss what I was saying. Like when I say I need more information, this team was disconnected and fragmented on mm-hmm. so many different fronts. Now, a part of that probably was the coach, but also it was the quarterback and the players as well because the message was skewed down the stretch. That's what I need to figure out. Now, as far as if, if Coach Sirianni is the guy for the job, that is, a, uh, that is debatable. But somewhere along the line, something happened to, my, happened to my quarterback. And we've been debating for the last couple of weeks whether that be the offensive play calling or whatever it was or his teammates not believing in him. But the bottom line is something went wrong with this football team in the last seven weeks. That's what I need to find out. Right, but then as the head coach, shouldn't you know what that is? Sometimes you don't like as much as the head coach is in the locker room. He's he you doesn't know everything, and that's what I need. I need to find out because to your point, everything that happened up until this point, he was a part of. He was privy to, and for whatever reason, something happened and he wasn't. That's what I need to find. And out. that's fair. And Tom, man, we appreciate it. it's a good question to to Hugh there. So here's my my ultimate thing with Sirianni, and why. I can't bring him back. Is I have nothing with him I could hold my hat on. Like, I, I could be fair. Andy, let's go to Andy Reid, right? Andy's had some locker rooms that probably haven't been great mm-hmm. and years that have gone bad. The T.O. year, obviously. 
the last year here in Philadelphia when they barely you know, they won four games. Like Andy's not above having a bad year and maybe a bad locker room or whatever. It just looks ugly. But I, I could hang my hat on with Andy. He's the offensive play caller. He's yes. the offense. I have nothing I can hang my hat on with Nick Sirianni. I keep asking this question, and it's almost rhetorical at this point. What does he do well? If he's not motivating them, if the locker room went bad, the dog mentality thing doesn't matter anymore, if he doesn't call the plays, if the quarterback doesn't really love him, I, if I'm Jeff Lurie, I'm like, why am I keeping you? I, I, can't, I can't figure out why they would keep him. That, that's what I keep coming back to. Even if, you know, even if we find out a lot of this was Hurts. Right? Like Hurts kind of undermined him or we find out that it, see, it, it was not all Sirianni's fault. I, why am I keeping Nick See, that, that to me, if that, if that is the case, which we don't know if Hurts is undermining him, I think that sends a bad precedent. Then we're, we're no different than the NBA. Now we're hiring, firing coaches because of the mood of the players that we're coaching. It's, this still is like as good as he he looked, or as good as we thought he was. His success was tied to to a coach. Like whether it was was we talk about Steichen and, and Coach Johnson. You you are better when you have a coach that coaches you hard, in my opinion, and and gives you that tough love. We didn't we didn't for whatever reason that didn't happen this year. I need to find that out. I need to find out where it went wrong. And on top of that. I need to see if I can fix it. And and to Tom's point, Coach Sirianni might not be the guy that can fix it. Yeah, and you know, I, I think part of this might be the conversation that happens between Sirianni and Lurie. How does that go, right? Yeah. Because I'm sure Lurie's going to say we got to make some changes here. H- here's one thing I wonder: do you do we think Sirianni's going to be okay with them changing the offense? It's his offense, right? Brian Johnson calls his offense. If Lurie says we got to hire a new coordinator and change it and and run that guy's offense. I mean, that's kind of how the Doug thing ended, because he didn't want to do that. Let's go to Chris, who's up next on WIP. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Chris, what are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling that it's definitely Nick Sirianni. Um, But before that, um, Jalen has been injured since the first game of the season. The eye test showed me that. He was not as fast as he was last season from the jump. The first run, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I noticed it immediately. I was like, why is he so slow? But you take that away from Jalen, you take a whole aspect of his game out of the game. That's the reason why he regrets so bad. I think you've seen plays that he made deep down the field where he still has that touch. He still has the ability to make plays with his arm, but his ability to make legs has been lackluster since the first game. Chris, I, I agree. Whether whether it was the first game or early, I, I thought the Minnesota game might be where the injury happened with his knee. But early on, my, my Chris, it just felt to me he was less explosive and he had lost a step, which at his age, you, you shouldn't. So that, I wouldn't be surprised if we get news soon he's heading for some sort of knee procedure. Exactly that. Now, the second thing, this is what I was uh, talking about to the producer. Um, the reason why I believe it's Nick is because of the menu of plays that they were given. Brian Johnson had no cohesiveness or it didn't make sense the way he was calling plays because of what he was given. And you look at it, when Jalen was playing, calling the plays in the huddle, and I noticed this in the beginning, I was like, I don't like these plays. And you could tell the players didn't like it because after he called it, he was the only one clapping. You know, like you, you give a team a good play, an offensive good play, and they're listening in the huddle, and they go away, break. They're excited about it because they like, oh, we got this one. I never saw that. I noticed that in a lot of games. 
Jalen wasn't happy with the play call, and neither was anybody else. They were not happy with it. And Chris, I think and that, I think that theory you have probably hit a, a crescendo and, and hit a you know reached its boiling point in the Seattle game when when they all right. kind of admit now that and at the end of the went, game they just changed they, the play. They went rogue. Yeah. Why would you do that if you got a good menu? Well, you wouldn't. I mean, I, I think right. it's telling. I think it's telling. They they lost faith in the coach. Exactly, and yeah. that's all it is. I don't know. I, I like I said, I still don't know because I feel like there's enough. Uh, alpha males in that room where if it's not something that they want to do, they're not going to do it. I can't see because you, basically what you guys are saying is like A.J. Brown ha- doesn't have anything to say. A.J. Brown has had a oh, lot he, to say he, he, sure he this season. It. He said it right on the sidelines, and we saw him say it. I and, think he said it a lot in the meetings too, and I, I think Jalen probably said it. But as you can see, they were just so stubborn. Like we said in this last Tampa Bay game, we knew we were supposed to run the ball. You were successful running the ball, and you just stopped. You know what's Why? funny about that? We've, we've been knowing for half, for the whole year. The whole year. <laughs> In certain situations, we were supposed to be doing this, that, or the third. These guys went rogue, and it worked. And nobody complained. I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I need more information because there is still – there's still a disconnect somewhere in that locker room. It's still fragmented with the quarterback oh, sure. and the players. Sure. And, I, and watch- I think Coach Sir- I'm, I'm, my, my fault, Chris. I'm going to let you have it back. But I think Coach Sirianni has something to do with that. But also, I need to figure out where the players' heads are as well. Right, because when I look at the players' press conferences, like, you know, when they're talking to the media here, they have a certain way of speaking. And it seems like everybody's just speaking around the topic. But when I watch a player in a podcast, like when I watch A.J. Brown talking with Debo Samuels and things like that, they're a little bit more open, a little bit more of what they are. And there was a lot more said without saying it during those podcasts. And, they, they, you know, now with the social media, they talk a lot. And if, they, and if they're out on the field and they're talking with their buddies, oh, we're this, we're that, and they get out on the field and they don't get good plays, now they're mad because they talked all this trash and they couldn't back it up. Well, and you're like the coach didn't yeah. put me out there in a good spot. No, Chris, it's well said. I mean, and and here's the bottom line. And, and Chris, we appreciate it. We made the NBA comparison earlier in the show, like NBA stars getting coaches fired. A lot of times, it's just follow the money. The Eagles committed three hundred and fifty million dollars to AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. How, how much do Nick makes a year? I have no idea. I, I don't even know. We don't not that kind of bread. Not that's it. I mean, like we don't we don't have to go any further than that. Not that he's on the fourth year of a five year contract. I believe this would be year four. You know, he's small potatoes. The, the, these guys, you, you search for quarterbacks. You search for receivers like A.J. Brown. So if they, have, if they don't believe in the guy anymore, I, 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 don't, I know you can't let the players decide everything, but that's going to be a deciding point for me. At least it's like a pivot point. Like, uh-oh, he's lost my two guys. What am I going to do here? i got to get this thing back on track. All right, let's talk to uh, Nikki, who's on uh, WIP. What's up, Nikki? What's going on, guys? What's up, Nikki? What are you feeling? So, give me a minute here, because, Joe, you're 100% right. ESP has no right to say anybody has a bad take. He's got the worst take ever. (laughs) Elliot's an idiot. It it doesn't have anything to do with Jalen. Now, Joe, you guys both heard the expression, right? Fake it till you make it. Oh, yeah. We all kind of do that. Yeah. Until you break it. No, right? Until you break it. So, yeah. Sirianni, man, he came in here with his stacked team, right? Good coordinators for a couple of years. 
and they rode him. They made him get to the playoffs. Guess what, man? He faked it. He made it. He broke it. That's it. They all figured it out. He's a fraud. He doesn't bring anything to the table, Joe. And that's all Lori has to say is, hey, hey, Nick, what do you bring to the table? Nothing. I would give uh, Harbaugh, dude, or, or even, even Vrabel, a blank check to come in here because it's not just about the quarterback. It's not just about the players. The culture of this team has changed dramatically, dramatically. And Nick had all the control to fix this, and he did nothing of it. Oh, that whole Nicky, that whole dog mentality thing. I didn't see any dog mentality when they're trying to tackle on on Monday night. No dog mentality out there. None, none, zero. You listen, dude. You can't be a head coach and go zero for ten on third downs in a playoff game. The offense. Put it this way, okay? You're getting blitz. You can't stop the blitz, right? Have you ever seen? Ever, ever watch the tape. Because I watched the games and I specifically look, right? They're blitzing in the middle. The middle is wide open. Where are the receivers, guys? Nowhere. They're nowhere to be end. found. No, it's they're, they're on the end. Nicky, you're they're right. Not in the yeah. middle. And they're, I'm they're glad not. you mentioned I'm glad you brought up the 0 for ten on third down. I think it was 0 for eleven on third and fourth down. Look, Todd Bowles is a good coordinator. They weren't facing the eighty five Bears on, on Monday night. No, they weren't. And they weren't facing the two thousand Ravens. I mean it's it's the the nine and eight bucks. And you couldn't get a first down against that team? It's bad. And and I, I'm not trying to say the quarterback wasn't part of that. He missed some throws he should have made. But, like, oh of 11 is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Is there any part of you guys that, like, because we talk about the coaching staff being so inept and, and the blitz was obviously a complete disaster. Like, it, do you really believe that they just completely – Ignored the fact that Todd Bowles might blitz them on everything. Like, see, you can't no, convince no. me that that's the case, man. Part of that has to go on the quarterback. Yeah, but what? Like, so I, you, I agree with you. But if the, if the, if Bowles is one step ahead of the blocking schemes, what are they going to do? They're screwed. I, 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 I feel like this is where, for me, people talking about making excuses. Not making excuses. Definitely not making excuses. Excuse maker Douglas over here. <laughs> here we, here go. we go. No, I need to. I need to. I need more information. And and that's why I'm with it. Now, if we decide to move on from Coach Sirianni, there's enough there, Joe. I give you that. There's enough there that I, I, I would not push back if they decided to move on from the coach. I would not push back. But, damn it, you saw you saw the same game I did. And, hell, I sat there in my barking lounge, and I was like, they're bringing it. They brought it every play. It was the easiest you game plan had, ever. You had no answer for it. Like, you knew they were blitzing. You ran the ball 15 times. You ran the ball 15 times. Yeah, they made it easy for him. So, you know, when this whole thing ends with Sirianni, whether he's here or not, I, I imagine the word deserve is going to be used. Like, did he deserve to get fired? Does he deserve to get fired? I want to I want you to hear this because I, I don't think the deserve word matters. It's about are you the right guy? Do I believe in you moving forward? Listen to this voice. I believe this was three years ago, right around this time of the year, using that word deserve. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I mean, we we might have a press conference like that on Monday. Just sub out Doug for Nick. Did he deserve to be fired? No, but was he the best coach moving forward? He did this three years ago to Doug. Information. That that is the one thing that I've been trying to to you know relay all day long is that we as fans don't have all the information. That's why Mr. Lurie is taking as much time as he possibly can to try to figure out where this went wrong. Before this team started to look like it was looking, there were signs that something wasn't right because we started hearing, this was when they were winning, started hearing little, little smatterings about the demeanor of the, of, the, of the quarterback. And there might be some riff, a little bit of a riff in the locker room. This was when they were winning. And everybody, oh, don't worry about that because they're winning. This is much deeper then the wheels falling off of the Sirianni wagon, in my opinion. Well, it may be, but I think the coach is a big part of it, and he and the coach didn't do a good enough job to get him back on the track. So I just want to hit this because we, we played for you. There was uh, Lurie last time he fired a coach, Doug, three years ago. So the Eagles, when you add in the playoff game, finished with a negative point differential this season. They were outscored when you add up all the scores of the games over the course of the season. The last three times the Eagles finished with a negative point differential, 2020, 2015, 2012. Kyle, do those years ring a bell to you? 20, 15, 12. Uh, fired, fired, fired. Fired, fired, fired. When they finish with a negative point differential, Lurie gets the coach out of here. I mean, that that's – and has it been the coach's fault every time? Is it all their fault? I, we, we probably had the same arguments then to some extent. Quarterback, coach, roster, Howie. I, I know what happens. The last three times we've been here, the coach has lost his job. I mean, that that is how it's gone. Marple Mack is up next. What's up, Marple Mack? Hey, thank you so much for taking my call, guys. I was hoping to get in just before going for a swim. You got yeah. it. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Mac, uh, but, Mac, before you go on, it's it's like 15 degrees out. No, you're talking about indoor. He, he in that heated yeah. pool, dog. Oh, I thought, I thought like Marble a pol- Mac, polar yeah, plunge he, here. He ain't messing around. You can get off the speakerphone, too, please. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a, what you call a natatorium. You've heard of Brendan Hansen, the guy on the Olympic team. Well, I'm swimming where he trained at the Suburban Swim Center. Oh, he dropped year a name. Name drop. Yeah. Okay, Marple Mac, yeah. I hear you, dog. Yeah. So anyway, what I wanted to ask you Appreciate is, listen, listen, how, who, as far as, I would just love if some reporter would ask Nick Sirianni or any of the coaches about the letters that I sent and the solution, if they got them and are they acting on it? How, what determines what the reporters ask these, ask the coaches and players questions? 
Well, they're they're probably trying to echo what the fans want to hear, what everyone's wondering. So, I mean, if if any of those reporters on their way down there right now are listening, they should ask about the letters you sent about John Cartwright. Yeah, well, the thing of it is, people that I talk to, Malvern and Delaware County, they all agree about the about the birds of prey. And actually, one of your um, uh, call radio personnel, John Johnson, he actually read the book, and uh, he's 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 a uh, he was really heavy. He was he was into it because he had just lost his grandmother when I called, and it was crazy about my faith. I was just I just sensed I should call, and it was fitting because he was really you know you know I, tomorrow I lost, tomorrow will be a year that I lost my younger brother. So. But I uh, I just want to know if, if anybody would uh, would maybe if you could use your influence and maybe ask about the letters. You know what I'm going to do, Marple Mac. I'm going to text Elliot right now and have him ask about the letters. Marple Mac, we appreciate it. Of course, Marvin Max is trying to get John Cartwright down there to help out the Eagles for months. It sounds like a like it, you would do like one of those uh, expose series on like the Cartwright letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> I I know if Sirianni's out of here, I I need a camera panning to the uh, to the office, and the only thing left in there is are the John Cartwright letters. I think Marple Mac don't want to talk to me no more. No, he talked to you at the swimming pool. Well, I I kind of in, interjected yeah. into that, but yeah, Mar- I think, I think I, he doesn't see you I as pissed. an ally yeah, in the I John pissed. Cartwright push. Pissed. I pissed. think you. I think Marple, Marple, Marple Mac, Mac thinks Hugh push, a, pushes a, a lot of the buttons back. He's a richer. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't got nothing to do with Marple Mac. I ain't got nothing to do with none of that back there, man. I know you just you ruined my go. fun though. I I would thought Marple Mac was swimming in this weather. <laughs> Just going for a polar plunge. That would explain a lot. I, I so. like how he just calls and just completely ignores me now at this point. He used to talk to me, now he don't talk to me. Well, and Hugh he, Douglas just keeps working. He sees me as an ally to get Cartwright down <laughs> to the And he just sees me as a rabble yeah, rouser. Yeah, he does. All right, You're two, not helping me at all, Hugh Douglas. 215-592-9494, rabble rouser radio. Coming up next, who should be getting more blame? <laughs> Sirianni Hurts. And should Hurts get a say in Lurie's decision? Plus, an Eagles legend chimes in on his former team where he lays the blame. You'll hear that next. Midday Show, Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.